on this week's Talking with Topher. And by the way, I smoked <laughs> and I am super high right now. America can't be the only country that does it. We have to get everybody else on board. We have to have the whole world helping. And now let's get into episode 181. happening TWT fans it is so good to be back on this September 21st 2023 and I'm so glad to have you all back here with me I'm gonna try to speed this one up and get into it as quickly as possible we are short on time or at least I am thank you for subscribing if you're new subscribe if you want to tell your story send it to the email t-a-l-k-i-m with tofer at gmail.com and don't forget about the link tree click it copy it Go follow and subscribe. All right, and now let's get into Topher's Topics. Yes, it's going to be a Topher's Topics all day today. So this I find very hilarious. Study finds no evidence linking social media platforms, penetration, and psychological harm. Are we going to sit here and actually believe that they did the largest scientific study ever conducted, published today, the 9th of August, investigating the spread of Facebook across the globe, found no evidence that the social media platform's worldwide penetration is linked to widespread psychological harm. Now, I'm just going to talk on this just for a moment. I just, I don't believe it, all right? They definitely... um influence for sure they definitely influence right they block things they had the feds block things the feds wanted them to block things however you want to word it it happened they suppressed information which in direct result caused people to think differently so maybe they're not breaking people's brains fine I'll, 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 I'll agree to that, but are they influencing? Are they swaying people to think a different way that I believe is a hundred percent correct? I do not believe that they have no influence on people, but maybe they're not psychologically breaking people. Maybe, but they're still penetrating our minds. Absolutely. This one here, social media presence, profound risk of harm for kids. Uh, Surgeon General says, calling attention to lack of research. Now, I've been saying this for years. There is no studies, at least that I know of, that I can find anywhere that shows uh, allowing our children 
and probably just your children. I don't have any. I, and if I did, I would not be giving them my cell phone. I do not care. But I really do see it as a problem for all young developing kids. Um, I don't think it's something that can go without saying um, it's definitely damaging them. It's causing massive, massive depression and these um, ideologies are being implanted in their brains um, for follows and clicks and likes. Um, and I do believe a lot of the parents, and you can hold this against me if you want to, that uh, allow their children to be transgender. And that's fine. I don't care. But your kids should be able to make that choice again if they want to when they're 18. You don't have to manipulate their bodies when they're undeveloped. And I believe they do that for clout as well. Um, I do not believe that this is something that they're like, yeah, I totally agree with you. I really do believe they're like, really? Oh, great. I'm going to look great amongst my peers. I, I honestly do believe that. We're going to watch this video real quick and see what they say about this. I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle. For the first time, a U.S. state has completely banned TikTok, sort of. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte signing a bill that bans downloading the app in Montana. Individuals who already have TikTok won't be prosecuted for using it. But app stores like Apple or Google Play would be fined if they let anyone in Montana download it. The Montana ban will probably face strong challenges in court, but it's the latest salvo against the popular app that nearly half of Americans use for sharing short videos of everything from goofy stunts like my costume? to food recipes and dance challenges. Critics call it a security threat because a Chinese company owns TikTok. Do the American people watching today hear this? TikTok is a weapon by the Chinese Communist Party to spy on you, manipulate what you see, and exploit for future generations. The most serious warnings? That personal data could be stolen, privacy compromised. That's the main concern, is this is Chinese software controlled by the Chinese state, and you are downloading it onto, voluntarily downloading it onto your phone. Critics say TikTok users could be spied on and blackmailed. One analyst says China could use the app to take a page out of Vladimir Putin's playbook and create misinformation campaigns to influence American politics. Maybe downplay stories about what's going on in China that they don't want people to see. Maybe exaggerate stories about how things aren't going so well in the U.S. TikTok's CEO recently told skeptical lawmakers the company doesn't share user data, doesn't spy for Beijing, and doesn't take orders on content. It is our commitment to this committee and all our users that we will keep this free from any manipulation by any okay. government. We will protect the U.S. user data and fire it all from all unwanted foreign access. Your platform should be banned. More than half of uh -huh. U.S. states and the federal government have already restricted the TikTok app from being installed on government devices. Defenders of the app say there's no evidence TikTok has spied on users at the Chinese government's behest or turned over data. And... We're talking about free speech for everyday Americans. And the Chinese government calls talk of a ban a xenophobic witch hunt. But analysts say if the Chinese regime does decide to pressure TikTok for information, by Chinese law, the company can't say no. Are there pressures from the Chinese government that eventually make their way down to TikTok? Absolutely. 
In a statement to CNN, TikTok vowed to protect the rights of its users in Montana, saying the governor has signed a bill that infringes on the First Amendment rights of people in the state. TikTok calls the ban unlawful and says it wants to reassure Montanans that they can continue to use the platform to express themselves. Well, I use TikTok. Um, look, everybody's going to try and influence our government, our voting. That's without saying. But, I mean, is America any different from gathering information and then using it for whatever they want? Zoom right now is updated their uh, agreement so that you now know everything that you do on Zoom is 100% recorded. It goes through AI. And they are using it to analyze us um, in everything we do, all of our movements. So what makes that any better, just because it's based here in America, compared to the one based in China? Besides the fact, right, that we're in this war with China. I just think the whole thing's crazy. We need to be able to express ourselves and speak freely on any platform that is provided for us. But you also can't say that this platform is any better than an American platform. Because either way, they're gathering our information, they're using it to sell us products, and they're also using it to manipulate us. So I, I just, I don't know if this is like uh, something that's actually going to stick and if it's actually going to happen, because I don't think it's going to. But I don't think any platform out there that gathers information or records you or you, runs their, all the video recordings through AI is any better. You know, but I do believe that this stuff is dangerous for the kids. I think it's very dangerous for them. I think it gives them a false impression of themselves and people that they watch and like. Um, I think it's very, very uh, hurtful towards them. And just because um, your kids want to be something doesn't mean that that is what they want to be when they get older. Look, I wanted to be a firefighter. I wanted to be a cop. I wanted to be so many things when I was a child. What am I today? I run sandwich shops. Nothing that I thought I wanted to do when I was a kid, I would do today, ever. So just remember that the next time your child says that they want to be something. Now, if they want to and they do it, that is fantastic. But that is not a large percentage. And I just don't believe that helping your children change their sex is a good idea. Um, you should definitely wait uh, until they turn 18 and then let them make that decision um, and finalize it themselves. 
All right. I really do think we need to do that and stop giving the the kids so much power um, over you because it's not over me. I don't have any. But if I did, I'd like to think that I would do it better than my parents, but I'm still not going to, like, pretend I'm their friend. You know what I mean? So, um, all right, let's get into the next one. And by the way, I smoked, (laughs) and I am super high right now. So I'm just having fun. All right. um, Rate of alcohol-related deaths increases significantly for women, study shows. Now, alcohol in general picked up during lockdowns when they made alcohol essential and they made uh, rehabilitation and ways to stay away from drugs and alcohol. uh, 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 They deemed it not important. Right. So you couldn't go to meetings. You couldn't do these things. So a lot of the people that that was holding them together and keeping them sober, they fell off the wagon. But now their studies are showing that it's affecting women more. Alcohol related deaths is now increasing significantly for women. And that's according to a study of more than 20 years worth of data. Boston 25 news reporter Laura Geller talks to experts about what the research means for your health. Experts say this new study of alcohol-related deaths could save the lives of women across the country. We went over the Journal of American Medical Association report with psychologist Johannes Thrull. In order to know like, whether or not there is a problem, we need to understand it first. The study looked at more than 600,000 deaths attributed to alcohol over about 20 years. Men are still almost three times as likely to die from alcohol than women, according yep. to the study. But in recent years, it finds the rate of alcohol-related deaths is increasing significantly for women and faster than the rate for men. We need to track it. And then as a consequence, I'm not going to um, lie, it looks good. <laughs> to either prevent it or help treat people who have problems. Thrill believes there are different potential explanations for what's causing these trends. If you think about wine, has specifically been targeted by the industry um, to women. When you look at portrayal of alcohol use in like films, for example, in movies, right? There is sort of this theme of, oh, you're having a bad day, you're stressed out, like alcohol is the answer. Researchers mm-hmm. say now even more study is needed. I think our understanding as a society of the negative consequences, the potential negative consequences of alcohol use is still evolving. National data shows alcohol is the fourth leading preventable cause of death. It follows tobacco, poor diet and exercise, and illegal drugs. I know a couple people where they have said that they're Wives are drinking more now. Um, it seems to be an ongoing uh, trend, and I mean, what do you, what are you what are you supposed to do, right? Alcohol is a hundred percent legal, and not everybody's going to use it the way that it's, I guess, meant to be used. Um, it is a toxin, and you are literally uh, making yourself sick while you're drinking it, but. It is legal, and I do understand that. But I also believe that, yeah, they did a study over the last 20 years, but what happened over the last four, right? 
did that really change everything? Because not only was everybody locked down, told to stay home, do, do all these things, but the women were stuck home with the kids. Uh, maybe the absentee father, uh, even being stuck home, wasn't helping. So that caused them to drink because it was easier to get it. It was more accessible because of the simple fact that they weren't going to work. They were staying home. And then the kids couldn't go back to school, so they were stuck at home longer. So I think if we were to really look at this in the last four years, we would see an uptick in this trend even more than over the last 20. Um, but men dying from alcohol more than women, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a no-brainer. I mean, we're pretty stupid when we do things anyways. If you think about it, we let it, our aggression and our anger and we let it take over. And alcohol is easy and a great way to allow those feelings out. So no shocker there. So suicide deaths reached a record high in the U.S. in 2022, provisional data shows. More people died from suicide in the United States last year than any other year on record. According to provisional data from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, at least 49,449 lives were lost due to intentional self-harm in 2022. Nearly 15 deaths for every 100,000 people. The suicide rate spiked in 2021, reversing two years of a decline and with the continued increase in 2022, rates surpassed the previous record from 2018. Last year's suicide rate was 14.9 deaths for every 100,000, is 5% higher than 2018's previous record of 14.2 deaths every 100,000, and marks a 10% jump over the two years. Again, I can't say this enough, and I'm sorry that I didn't, Put that article over there, but all right, that was an error on my part. Um, I can't say this enough. Lockdowns, lockdowns, man. Lockdowns, loss of job, loss of income, all of this. It all ties together. This is not a coincidence. This didn't just happen. This is our government's fault. People didn't know how to handle themselves. When they lost their worth, when they lost their income, when they lost everything, they had nothing left to live for. That's it. That's it. It's the same story over and over and over again. This all ties together it all ties together all the dots make a line and they all lead to the same place our government their choices and what they uh what they did to us that's it so everybody i want you to know that i truthfully do believe no matter what America does to clean up pollution and lower our carbon footprint, nothing 
compares to other countries. All right, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and again, no article, uh, no no video, sorry. Um, but Fukushima, China retaliates as Japan releases treated nuclear water. So they are releasing the treated nuclear water into the ocean, and Japan has begun its controversial discharge of treated wastewater from the Fukushima nuclear plant into the Pacific Ocean, sparking protests in the region and retaliation from Beijing. Look, if I'm not going to read this whole article. It's a waste of everybody's time. Um, Very simple. This is wrong. This is not right. This is... I mean, how big do you think the fucking ocean is, right? You think it's big enough to take toxic waste, just dump it in there, and it what? Evaporates? I saw something about some tunnels that were dug to put nuclear waste in, and I don't remember what country that was. That sounds like a way better idea than what we're doing here. Now, mind you, whatever they put that shit in, It's going to break down. It's going to leak. It's eventually going to leak into whatever surface it's sitting on. And if it's underneath us, then it's going to seep into the ground below, which therefore goes into the plants and our crops and our food. So no matter what we do with this toxic waste, we are only going to hurt ourselves. And it's not going to be us. Right. I mean, we're already probably affected by a lot of this shit going on and the food and everything else and shortages. But. So the kids are just going to get worse. And if everything is going the way that everybody wants to make it sound, which is where uh, men's genitalia is getting smaller, women's genitalia is getting smaller, the plastics, your taint, all these things are happening to humans. We're getting weaker, we're more fragile, we have more cancer today. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. America can't be the only country that does it. We have to get everybody else on board. We have to have the whole world helping. And this does not help. And it's only going to hurt the future. So I don't know what is going to happen when they start dumping, when they, when they finish dumping this stuff, how many gallons they've dumped into the Pacific Ocean. But whatever life is there is gone. Whatever that stuff touches is dead. So I don't know if they're planning on it just sinking to the bottom and going away. But that's still goes into our earth it gets absorbed and it's gotta go somewhere so like forever plastics that shit will be there forever and now a word from my sponsor this september in a world that never stops slow down clothing brings you a breath of fresh air Go and visit our website slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com also don't forget to put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R before you check out to save an extra 10% off your entire purchase. The ultimate destination for those seeking a moment of tranquility in the chaos of everyday life. 
dive into our collection that embodies the essence of finding calmness and simplicity. Our beautifully designed t-shirts are not just garments, but reminders to pause, reflect, and slow down amid life's hustle and bustle. Rediscover the snapback with its incredible embroidering on the hat and a picture underneath every bill. Elevate your active lifestyle with our premium leggings, blending comfort and performance seamlessly. Move freely and stay refreshed as you prioritize a healthier, balanced living. And for those who seek thrills on wheels, our specialty crafted skateboards are here to remind you that life is about the journey, not just the destination. Slow down and enjoy the ride. Slow Down Clothing helps you celebrate life's simple pleasures. Visit our website, slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Also, don't forget to put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R before you check out to get an extra 10% off your entire purchase. And explore a world of tranquility and style. Embrace the joy of slowing down with us. Oh, and I'm back, everybody. We're going to continue on with these Topher topics. Right now, I've got a 800,000-year-old encampment with trident and war paint materials found in England. Um, so cool. It's dating back all the way to 6,000 B.C. It was uncovered in England. An archaeologist said over 300,000 artifacts, including arrowheads and tridents, were discovered. Um, this photo is from Oxford Archaeology LTD. You can have something read the article, but we're just going to look at the pictures right now. So I guess that's the, that's the trident right there. A wooden trident, mind you. Man, that's a piece of wood? Wow. Um, let's see, what is this? A uh, fragment discovered from site O-C-H-R-E. I don't know what that is. Um, it was probably not for everyday use. People probably painted themselves for hunting rituals or dance for burial rites. Oh, okay, so that's like a, a chalk or a makeup or something like that. Um, so that's the only two articles they show. This overhead here, um, obviously... Link will be in the description below, like all the links always are. But I just thought this was really neat. Um, they actually did use tridents. That's crazy, right? I mean, that's so... So was that whole area underwater? I mean, it could have been, right? Isn't tridents, like, you know, that's that's underwater stuff, right? The Poseidon... He was like the god of the ocean or something. I don't know. Anyways, I'm just talking out my ass now. Uh, let's see here. Oh, good news, everybody. So I've been noticing a lot of talk with uh, marijuana right, right now becoming categorized as a stage three drug. Um, so let's take a look real quick. So a stage three drug, these drugs puts a person at lower risk for developing a substance use disorder than the Schedule 1 or 2 drugs. So if marijuana was to be categorized as a Schedule 3, I think then uh, it would be deemed uh, federally legal. So um, this is the DEA 
that is uh, trying to change this right now. So New Hampshire governor signs cannabis legalization comp commission bill, um, hopefully to legalize marijuana um, in, 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 in New Hampshire. But the thing is, is that if we get this down to a schedule three through the DEA, then we won't have to worry about this anymore because it will go federally legal and then it will be, that's it. It's legal in all of the states of America. So that would be the best option anyways. I mean, we're just at the point now where this is getting silly from border to border. Um, but I'm excited to see this happen. Like I said, I've been smoking since I was 14, um, and I'm going to be 44 this year. So almost 30 years to get to where we are today. And the war on drugs and marijuana becoming illegal, I want to say, is it not coming up on... A hundred years yet? I think it's no, no. We probably got about what forty more years. Was it in nineteen sixty? Something like that. So I don't know much about the times and histories. I have a hard time remembering that, especially right now. But if they do it, it's been almost a hundred years. I've been waiting thirty, and I will just be so happy when this day comes. I will be so happy to never have to worry about this again, and we can just treat it like alcohol it'll be the best day on this planet even if the world falls apart all around us this is still gonna make my day what we have now is invasive apple snails are back and experts say stay away stay away from the apple snails i mean but they look so cute what could be what's what's wrong with them well, they were first spotted in a drainage basin in Gretna in 2006, and now the apple snails seem to be everywhere in huge numbers. <laughs> They're so gross, and at least that's what people in living people living in Metairie are saying. I can't right. even get it out because it's the thought of it. You know, Disgusting. Meg Ferris went out to see them for herself, and she found out why you shouldn't go anywhere near them. They're Whoa. back, stuck to just about every culvert of pipe block after block along the West Esplanade Canal and rock after rock in outfall canals in Metairie. The oh. apple snails that live under the water have laid thousands of egg masses. I do see them now as I drive up and down West Esplanade in particular. They've oh, gotten a lot should worse we spray them? Um, since we've been here in the past year. It's Amazing to see that many egg masses in, you know, an artificial man-made canal like that. Michael Massamy is the invasive species and marine programs coordinator for the Barataria Terrebonne National Estuary Program. He says this South American apple snail was most likely bought for home aquariums, then oh. dumped, free to reproduce, and boy, have they. Each egg mass can hatch as many as a thousand tiny apple snails that grow to be as big as an apple and may cause damage to our land eating aquatic plants affecting the ecosystem really and it gets muddy and turbid and and sunlight doesn't penetrate there's a lot of algal growth so instead of a healthy water body that's good for fisheries so far there's no specific way to control them that won't also harm the water and wildlife like crawfish but there may be some help from this bird there's a, a new species of predator of apple snails called the limpkin that might actually make some bit of impact on this population. 
While leftover shells can make a great costume, he warns the eggs have a neurotoxin, so don't touch. And they carry the rat lungworm parasite, dangerous if eaten raw. That's why Ooh. this meddly neighbor, who's also a doctor, is concerned. Young kids don't understand the ramifications of playing with them and, you know, the toxins that they carry. Whoa! That is wild! I have never heard of these things ever in my life, and they sound really invasive. But guess what? There's a bird that can eat them. So now we're probably going to gather up those birds, and we're going to bring those in to kill the snails, but those things are going to do something else to the ecosystem that they're not supposed to do. It's this endless cycle. We've been doing this for hundreds of years. We find something that's ruining something. We bring something else in, and then that thing kills off that and almost everything else. You know? But look at Australia. Australia had, like, some mice problem or something, so they brought the cats in. The cats now killed the mice, and they're killing the birds. So their bird population's dying. We do it right here in America all the time, and... I don't know if it's the best idea, but at least it's an idea, right? Uh, let's see. Seven puppies found in uh, unsanitary conditions during drug bust in Lynn. Put in foster care, police say. So, what I've gathered from Lynn, Massachusetts right now, it is off the hook, man. It, that place is going crazy. They've had two mass shootings. In the last 24 hours, a high-speed car chase with an SUV that crashed and flipped over. Lynn is really starting to put itself on the map again. I mean, they cleaning up that city. You know what I mean? I came from Lynn, all right? I grew up there. Well, I, I spent the first 10 years of my life in Lynn, Massachusetts on Hamilton Ave. And uh, that place is a shithole. And if I go back there, I've looked at the school. It looks like a little prison. It's got black giant fencing all the way around it. All the windows are barred up. It looks like a prison now. And I remember playing on that schoolyard and getting my face bashed in with a baseball bat. Um, I don't think it's really gotten any better. But they keep saying that they're going to clean up Lynn, Massachusetts. I don't think you're doing a good job, people. I don't think you're doing a good job at all. So let's see what happened. I always get mad at this. I think humans who do this to dogs, cats, whatever it is, um, you know, they're just, they're just low-life people. I put them on the same list as I put a pedophile. You do that, then just stop breathing oxygen. I don't even want to give you a second chance. So these little puppies, this is the area that they found them in. They're putting them in foster care. Look at these little guys. It's just, man, melts my heart. But look at that. Is that mushrooms? Ah, oh, boo. And pot. Mushrooms and pot. You know what? This is not even a drug bust. This should be unconstitutional. I mean, ah, oh, that just makes me so angry. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't think mushrooms or marijuana are, yes, they're drugs. Yes. But are they worthy of a drug bust? Really? Today? It seems so stupid. Such a waste of resources. 
I mean, those were just shroom bars and mushrooms and bags and marijuana. I mean, it was definitely pounds upon pounds, but still not a true drug bust. I was expecting fentanyl or heroin or something worth it, um, but the dogs, right? It, it, was, it was really about the dogs. Um, they're not good people. They're just not good people. If you can do that to an animal, you're not a good person in my eyes. And uh, I just found it to be really sad. And I really did think we were going to be talking about fentanyl and shit. So that kind of shocked me. That really did shock me. But I'm glad that they got these puppies into foster care. Um, Was a Worcester teen sudden death due to pepper poisoning? This is the biggest news out there right now. Um, of course, it'll be coming to you late. I did get an update on my phone. Um, they said that they are still looking into uh, what happened to him. And from what they can see, they are waiting for the autopsy reports to come back. But this is what happened when um, it first happened. Uh, this is the report on it. But. I just, I don't know about this, so let's let's see what they say first. True, thank you. Developing tonight out in Worcester, where a family there is trying to make sense of a tragic loss. Their 14-year-old suddenly passed away after taking part in a viral social media challenge. That challenge involves eating an extremely spicy chip. Boston 25 News reporter Jim Morelli spoke to a local toxicologist about the possible dangers of a challenge like this. No fat, no cholesterol, and just 25 calories. It's no diet food, but the cornerstone of a TikTok craze called the One Chip Challenge. So mm -hmm. what do you think would happen if you ate one of these? It'd be very hot. Your mouth would definitely be on fire. That should be the primary side effect of ingesting the chip, which is flavored with some of the hottest peppers in the world. But last Friday, 14-year-old Harris Wollabaugh, a sophomore at Worcester's Doherty Memorial High School, died after taking the One Chip Challenge. The medical examiner has yet to determine a cause of death, but the boy's family suspects that somehow the chip killed him. Oh, it really depends on the dose ingested. Dr. Peter Chai is a toxicologist at Brigham and Women's Hospital. He says there can be significant side effects with high doses of the chip's active ingredient, capsaicin. It can affect the heart. Um, it can affect uh, the way the heart beats, um, the spasming of like uh, blood vessels in the heart as well. Harris's sister tells Boston 25 News her brother ate the chip Friday morning and later reported to the school nurse he wasn't feeling well. Though Harris didn't seem in much distress, he was sent home. Several hours later, the teen was dead. Jesus. In theory, if it was sprayed onto a chip or something like that, you may be able to get uh, enough of a, a dose, especially in a younger individual who has a, has a lower body weight. The one chip challenge comes packaged, morbidly enough, in a coffin-shaped box, and it's replete with warnings, including that it's intended for adults. We contacted the business marketing the product, Paki LLC, but have yet to hear back. The company, by the way, says its name is Aztecan for to be happy. And these chips for the challenge are readily accessible. I actually picked this one up at a 7-Eleven down the street. It was in a display as you walked in. And the price for one chip, $9.99. Holy shit. Morelli for your local station, Boston 25 News. What? $10 for a chip? Holy shit. Now, I was talking amongst a couple people. And, um, of course, we don't know anything about toxicology. 
Um, and I was like, how is this possible? This chip challenge has been around for almost two years now, maybe three. I saw this the first time, this chip, uh, on the King and Sting, which doesn't exist anymore, and it should. Uh, but uh, Theo, Brendan, and a couple of the uh, other uh, people in the studio all took the chip challenge. Um, it was not a pretty picture. And when I was talking amongst the people that I was talking with about this, they mentioned that maybe, <clears throat> maybe he got all mucusy and then choked on it, um, which I didn't think would be a possible scenario, but I have eaten a very hot pepper, and I do remember my nose running, my eyes watering. I mean, my I'm just drooling all over myself. So... I guess it is possible that something like that could happen, but also don't take the chip challenge. Don't do this to yourself. Eating anything with a pepper spray on it is not going to be good, and I'm sorry. You can use man or machine. You're going to have a mistake. What if that spray that they're spraying, right, is in a vat imagine that liquid being in a vat all those spices are all mixed up but let's just say that there's supposed to be something spinning right in the machine supposed to be spinning sorry about that supposed to be spinning in the machine to keep all the spices equal let's just say it stops working and then nobody realizes that it stopped working and it's just spraying chips and spraying chips and all that sediment is settling and they just keep spraying and spraying and then somebody goes oh shit it stopped and they go okay well it's almost done maybe it just stopped but it didn't just stop it stopped a while ago and now the last however many chips it sprays is getting a condensed spray which is more potent than it's supposed to be and this is the cause of it right so, I don't know. I don't know. I feel really bad because I've seen this chip challenge and I'm like, man, you could, you, I, I just wouldn't be doing it. But I'm not young and stupid anymore. I'm old and stupid now. And so, therefore, I think about the stupid things I'm going to do before I do them. And when I was young, I never thought about anything that I was doing. So, I just did. So, you, you, you take that factor into play with maybe those hypothetical th theories happening and and you wind up with a dead kid you know it's just really it's it's, it's kind of wi wild because i didn't think you could die from eating these spicy things i knew you would be uncomfortable and have a horrible time and your stomach would be upset and you run all the all the all those things but i never thought anybody would die from this actually you know what that company probably didn't think anybody was going to die from it either Let's see here. What do I got? Um, two facing charges after police bust backyard volleyball gambling ring. What? Come on now. Uh, you're going to bust people for playing volleyball. I mean, just leave us the fuck alone, will you? It's so annoying. Let's see what this is all about. 
courts, gaming tables, even a concession stand. Police say they busted an elaborate backyard gambling operation in Milford that attracted people from all over the East Coast. Boston 25 News reporter Bob Ward is live in Milford tonight. And Bob, police say this was an impressive but illegal setup they had right here. You know, neighbors tell me that these were massive gatherings that basically shut their neighborhoods down. Milford wow. police say a confidential informant recently told them that illegal gambling was taking place and that led them to shut the whole thing down. Franklin Street in Milford right now is a quiet, peaceful place. But behind this apartment building at 21 Franklin, Milford police say they uncovered a highly organized gambling operation that revolved around weekend volleyball tournaments. These are police photos of the backyard, fully paved with two volleyball courts, table games, a concession stand selling alcohol and beer, and huge floodlights. I felt like I was at a casino. Milford oh. Police Deputy Chief Robert Tassino tells me a lot of cash was changing hands there. How much money are we talking about here? We were estimating that on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, you know, and this is our, only our estimation that they were taking in somewhere between, you know, forty and fifty thousand dollars. And every time I sat here, I had like dozens of people just staring at me. Daisy Colazzo tells me sometimes she couldn't even use her backyard. What bothered me the most lately, it was all the cars, though, because some days I couldn't even park my car here. In Milford District Court, this woman was arraigned on charges of selling illegal alcohol. The owner of the house is also facing charges, but he has not yet been arraigned. Neighbors are stunned. That's crazy, though. They have a whole gambling operation going on over there. That's insane. When police launched their <laughs> investigation, they didn't have to go very far. That's the backyard where the games were being held. And just up the street, that's the Milford Police Station. What? This man lives at 21 Franklin Street. The police say this was a large-scale gambling operation back here. I don't know what they police say, but you see that? This is police right there. Obviously, we had a long history of noise complaints and neighbor complaints, which we tried to address. But as far as the illegal gambling and illegal operation, that was all new to us over the past couple months. Holy shit. And Milford shit. police say this is just the start of their investigation. They expect more charges against more people. And they also say that other law enforcement agencies are taking a look at this. That is wild. Wild, man. I mean, it wasn't cockfighting you know it wasn't dog fighting it was just volleyball so and it wasn't even like fighting fighting i mean but i would be super i mean i'm annoyed when the people that live next to me just throw their mail on the ground or trash falls out of their car and they don't pick it up so to have that going on next door, I'm sure I would be super, super annoyed with the noise and probably how it scares the dogs. And I mean, the fireworks are enough, right? They go on all year long. Um, so I definitely would be annoyed about that. But I mean, at the end of the day, that takes some balls to have an illegal gambling ring of any kind. 40, 50, 150 feet away from the police station? I mean, you got to give them props. But again, I'm going to mention this. If people put as much time and effort into something else besides illegal activity, including myself when I was young and stupid, man, we could have made something of ourselves. That was very elaborate. It was, it was done very well. And... 
It was all illegal, you know? Imagine if it was an illegal business. They probably would kill it. That work ethic is great. Man, I just think it's so wild. So wild, this world, huh? And as always, I want to say thank you to all my subscribers. If you're new, remember to hit that, click that subscribe button. And of course, if you want to get your story out there, T-A-L-K-I-N-Wittofer at gmail.com is the official email of the podcast. So go ahead and send that on over. And then, of course, check out the link tree. It's got all the social media. It's the easiest way to find everything TWT. Just click that link tree and, of course, copy and share it with everyone you know. Help me make this podcast bigger. It's what keeps me coming back here week after week. So with that all being said, I hope you enjoy your Thursday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later. Later.